1: Cindy Linden. This is the Cook Along Podcast, and I think we're going to do something really fun here today. It looks really easy. Again, a confession about the fact that I've never made this before. It's a recipe I found on Tasty, tasty tasty.co, called Cheesy Pesto Twists. And I think they're appetizers, but they may be bigger than that, so neither of us knows until we get them cooking. So here are the ingredients you're going to need. Two sheets of puff pastry, and they are in the freezer section at your grocery store, and they almost always come in packages of two sheets. So you just need one box of puff pastry sheets. You need some fresh pesto, unless you have taken my tip and made some homemade pesto and put it in an ice cube tray and stuck it in your freezer. And if you did that, you're going to need about three cubes worth of pesto. If you're using fresh pesto, you want about six ounces and then you need uh, some grated mozzarella, one and a half cups and an egg and salt and pepper and a little Parmesan. It says a half a cup of Parmesan on this recipe. That seems like a good idea to me. I'm using a Silpat, a silicone thing on my cutting board that I'm rolling this out on just cause I don't want it to stick. It doesn't say you need to do that, but I just feel more confident cause I don't want it to stick. And you need to preheat your oven to 350 by the way. And if you wanted to look at all these ingredients and then come back to me, so you know you have everything on hand, you can find the list of ingredients and whatever notes I might have about this recipe when we're done at thecookalongpodcast.com. So it says it's easy to make and honest to goodness, I can't see anything that's gonna be hard about it except one possibly interesting logistical moment when we have to twist it. Uh, My puff pastry is still a little stiff So I'm going to leave it be here for just a couple of minutes. I don't think it'll have to sit for very long. And meanwhile, get out my mozzarella. And that is a cup and a half. And I'm just going to measure it into a bowl so that I don't have to measure it when I'm actually making things. So it's sitting here in the right quantity just waiting for me. And the frozen pesto cubes that I'm using, I will tell you I microwaved. You have to be really careful if you do that. You should check my recipe. It's on the website and it says pesto under, I think, appetizers or sauces. If you decide to use the frozen cubes that you've made with me, you need to be really careful when you defrost it because otherwise you'll cook it and that's not the plan. So do it on a really low temperature, like two or three on your microwave and do it 30 seconds or so at a time so you can watch it as it defrosts. I cooked it more times than I could tell you about, so I know this from personal experience. All right, here I am now, gently, ever so gently, unrolling my pastry sheet. If you've ever worked with this before, you know it kind of comes wrapped in thirds. And you have to unfold it, so you end up with these three strips. Not that that's relevant here but it means that those can crack when you open them if you open it too soon. Okay, now it says to roll it out, but I think it just means unroll it. Some of the language in this recipe is a little interesting in terms of the way I'm used to hearing things described. So what I did is just unroll it. I didn't roll it out at all. I just opened it. The next thing is to spread the six ounces of pesto onto the pastry and it says leave a small amount of room at the edges i think that's because we're going to seal it and i think like i said that might be the point where we get a little messy so i'm just scooping all of this pesto out of the bowl and onto the puff pastry i'm spreading it around i'm going to leave let's say i'm going to leave about maybe three-quarters of an inch on all sides. I hope your spread's pretty easily. Mine's a little clumpy, but not too bad. If you didn't make my pesto with me that day, or a different day, you can find pesto already made in your grocery store, usually in the deli section, in a plastic tub, kind of like a hummus tub. You can buy your pesto already made. And that would make this even faster and easier. Okay, pesto is spread within about three quarters of an inch of every edge. See, that was fast. I'm just sort of smudging it around so that it seems even to me. Okay, now I'm going to sprinkle the mozzarella, all of it. That's kind of a lot of mozzarella for this much space. But uh, there's no such thing as too much cheese. That's that's a saying in our house. There's no such thing as too much cheese. So I'm using it all and cheerfully. And it makes me kind of excited to see what happens when it's cooked. I think it'll stretch. And I like that. Okay, our mozzarella is all on here now. Right? You You finished that part. Okay. Now, the next thing is to take the second piece of puff pastry and gently open it up without making any cracks, if possible. And you put that right on top of what you were doing there. So you have kind of a sandwich. And then we're going to cut it into thin strips. You'll need a sharp knife. And we're going to cut six thin strips so I'm cutting it down the middle uh, I'm doing it crosswise across the seams it was folded on just because I th- think that might be more stable and because it looks like it'll space out better so I've got one halfway and now I'm gonna cut each of the two halves into three pieces my puff pastry is still a little bit frozen I have a feeling that's a good thing just to make the cutting easier but it does mean I won't be able to do the next step until it thaws a little bit now it seems to me that the problem here is it's the outside ones don't have enough filling because i kept the edges clear right huh oh well i'm still following the directions okay grab okay this we're gonna we're gonna do the next part is shaping but i have to let mine sit So the next thing I'm going to do is mix up an egg. I'm going to take one egg and beat it up because we're going to brush that along the top, which will make it golden brown and shiny and beautiful. I don't often do this step on recipes because I don't care that much. If it tastes good, that's good enough for me. I don't need it to look beautiful. But since there are so few ingredients in this, I kind of feel like, you know, I might as well do, do what they tell me to do. So with a fork, I'm beating an egg in a little tiny bowl. One egg, mixing it up. It's gonna get brushed over the top when we're done. And the other thing I'm gonna do while I'm waiting for the puff pastry to warm up a little bit more is measure out my Parmesan. It says a half a cup of grated Parmesan cheese. I have mine already grated. I use fresh Parmesan. Honestly, please don't use the stuff in the cardboard box. You're not really getting very much cheese in there, if anything at all. All right, half a cup. So I grate mine and I, uh, I, get, I buy it in, you know, big chunks of Parmesan. I generally get it either from Costco or from Trader Joe's, because that seems to be where it's less expensive. And, of course, if you're going at Costco, you got these enormous, like, huge pieces of Parmesan that you have to grate. I keep them sort of in my refrigerator cheese drawer wrapped in foil because if I did it all at once, who knows what would happen. Uh, So I am a little bit shy. I don't have quite enough Parmesan already grated. So I am going to have to grate some more. And because of that, I'm going to let you go for a minute. And I will come back to you when the cheese is grated and the puff pastry is soft enough to twist. That's the, this is the part I'm worried about. It's the only part I'm worried about. We have to twist it. Assuming that yours is probably also still a little too cold to do that. I'm going to go away for a few minutes and I'll be back. And uh, you just keep an eye on your puff pastry and come back to me when you're ready. Alrighty, I'm back and I have decided that we should take the liberty of modifying the recipe. Even though we haven't ever made this before, I believe that what the recipe intended was for us to have the dough with no filling on it on two sides of the four, not all four. Because it doesn't make sense to me to have some of these without as much filling. So when when and if you make this recipe again, Go ahead and take your filling, I think, we'll find out soon, all the way to the ends. Leave without filling the parts that are to the right and left as you look at your horizontal strips so that you have a place to grip and seal. Uh, I have finished grating my cheese. Oh, and by the way, if you really don't want to grate your own Parmesan, that's fine. If you don't have a food processor, I can see that that might sound odious, but please consider don't use the box. Don't use the round cardboard boxes. Go into your deli section and somewhere, probably not far from the pesto, you're also going to find some grated Parmesan or grated Asiago. I use them interchangeably or even some Romano, although that's a little bit, I think it's a little bit less flavorful, but buy it, buy it already grated and then you don't even have to do it. Okay. Now here's the next step. Here's what it says. It says, grab both ends of each strip press down firmly to seal the edges so I'm just kind of pushing the parts that don't have filling on them together. I'm just going to do that on all of them. There are six strips and I've squished the ends together. You know what? Before I do this next part, there's a prep we should do. I'm going to get a baking sheet ready. You need a regular like baking tray, a a, a cookie sheet or a Yeah, a cookie sheet. And then it says to line that with parchment paper, because I imagine otherwise this cheese is going to melt out and make a mess and sticky. So parchment paper, cookie sheet. All right. That's all ready to go now. And now I'm going to pick up one of these things and attempt to twist it. Let's see what happens gently slowly are you doing this too gently and slowly I don't know how many times how tightly no word about that so I'm just doing it sort of like I don't know right now what I'm looking at is is two ends and two rolled sections that's what I ended up doing and I'm going to flatten flatten the ends down a little bit okay strip number two Same dealy, only it's got more filling in it. Yep, it sure does. Okay, (laughs) twisting, twisting, twisting the night away. Uh Oh, well, it's not too bad. Not much is falling out. It looks kind of okay, kind of okay. Lost a little mozzarella, but not much. And I'm transferring that one, which is much fatter than the first one, to the baking tray. Number three. Come on, baby. Okay. Hmm. So this one doesn't want to twist. Let's see. Come on. Come on. You can do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, there it goes. Okay. I'll be darned. This is really interesting to me. I would expect all of this stuff to come falling out, and it isn't. That one is not straight, not even remotely. It's a little crooked. It doesn't have as many twists in it. Well, it kind of does. But you know, these thicker metal ones are <laughs> are tricky, all right? Number four, and I still want to do this carefully. I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to get a little too cocky now that I can see it'll stay in. Okay, come on, baby. Ah. Honestly, it wants to come apart, and I'm afraid everything's going to fall out. And... <laughs> It just kind of doesn't. Boy, these are fat. Okay, so these may not be appetizers. These might be lunch. Or, well, I suppose they could be, I suppose they could be dinner. Okay, five. And twisting, twisting, twisting. Twisting, oh, 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 oh. Yep, that one's good, that one's good. That one doesn't want to stay sealed. I'm squeezing some of the parts that are sticking up here just in the hope that it'll sort of stay together. That's going to be a, maybe an ugly one. All right. Now I've got all this leftover, well not a lot, but there's maybe a tablespoon or less here, half a tablespoon of leftover mozzarella. And I have one strip left and it was one of the edge ones so it doesn't have as much filling. So I am jamming it inside. I'm jamming the extra mozzarella inside here. Now I feel much better about that one. And I'm twisting it. Okay. A little bit fell out, but really not much. I'm feeling pretty good about that. Okay, they're all on the sheet now. Now we're going to take the beaten egg, and I hope you have a pastry brush, but if you don't, you can probably use a spoon. We're just going to brush each of these with a little of the egg mixture. Like I said that oh. Well, all right. So Some of it went on the cookie sheet. I'm just thrilled about that, really, honestly. Can't tell you how excited I am, but it happened that way. Okay. I managed to get it off of there. And now just breading each of these with a little of the beaten egg. Actually, pretty generously. So far, this has been fun. No major obstacles, nothing I wish hadn't happened, except for the egg just now, no big deal. Okay, I'm brushing the last one. Oh, this is not really twisted very well. It's really kind of ugly. It's okay. It's going to expand as it bakes. All righty. Okay, they all have an egg wash. That's what this is called. Now, I'm just going back and adding a little more because we're about to sprinkle that Parmesan over the top, and I figure a little more egg will help hold the Parmesan on it. Season with salt and pepper and sprinkle the Parmesan. I don't think it's going to need, well, all right, just a tiny sprinkle of salt, because there's a lot of salt in the pesto. Just a tiny sprinkle of pepper, because I don't really think them to taste like pepper. But okay. All right, now the Parmesan. Here we go. Most of this is also falling on the paper. That doesn't help me at all. Maybe that's why I needed a cup and a half is because half of that is going onto the paper rather than the twists. Well, I'm scooping some of that up and trying to put it back onto the twists. I think that's probably ridiculous, actually. And, you know, if they expand, maybe they'll expand into that cheese and just sort of get stuck to it, and that would be okay. All right, these are now ready to bake. The last thing you need to do now is put them in the oven. They are going to bake at 350 for 25 minutes until golden brown. That's it. We're done. Now, like I said, these are a lot bigger than I thought they were going to be. So they may turn out to be a meal rather than an appetizer, but you could cut them in half before you bake them if you wanted something smaller. Actually, in looking at them, oh yeah, I guess halves. I was going to say maybe you could cut them into thirds, but I'm afraid you'd lose too much filling that way. Anyway, That's today's recipe, and um, it was fun for me. I hope you had a little fun in your kitchen as well. And uh, remember to look for other fun things at my website, which is thecookalongpodcast.com. And until next time, happy cooking.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.